Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the fourth week since the Epiphany. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 3, beginning this morning at verse 1. When we headed up the road to Bashan, King Og of Bashan came out against us, he and all his people, for battle at Edre. The Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have handed him over to you, along with his people and his land. Do to him as you did to King Sion of the Amorites, who reigned at Heshbon. So the Lord our God also handed over to us King Og of Bashan and all his people, we struck him down until not a single survivor was left, and at that time we captured all his towns. There was no citadel that we did not take from them, sixty towns, the whole region of Argob, the kingdom of Og in Bashan. All these were fortress towns with high walls, double gates and bars, besides a great many villages. And we utterly destroyed them, as we had done to King Sion of Heshbon, in each city utterly destroying men, women, and children. But all the livestock and the plunder of the towns we kept as spoil for ourselves. So at that time we took from the two kings of the Amorites the land beyond the Jordan, from the Wadi Arnon to Mount Hermon. The Sidonians call Hermon Syrian, while the Amorites call it Sinir. All the towns of the tableland, the whole of Gilead and all of Bashan, as far as Salaka and Edre, towns of Og's kingdom in Bashan. Now only King Og of Bashan was left of the remnant of the Rephaim. In fact, his bed and iron bed can still be seen in Rabbah of the Ammonites. By the common cubit, it is nine cubits long and four cubits wide. As for the land that we took possession of at that time, I gave to the Reubenites and Gadites the territory north of, north of Aroer, 
that is, on the edge of Wadi Arnon, as well as half of the hill country of Gilead with its towns. I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh the rest of Gilead and all of Bashan, Og's kingdom. The whole region of Argob and all that portion of Bashan that used to be called the land of the Rephaim. Jair, the Manasite, acquired the whole region of Argob as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Maakites. And he named them, that is, Bashan, after himself, Havoth Jair, as it is to this day. To Makir I gave Gilead, and to the Reubenites and Gadites I gave the Torah territory from Gilead as far as Wadi Arnon, with the middle of the Wadi as the boundary, up to the Jabbok, the Wadi being a boundary between Ammonites, and the Arabah also, with the Jordan and its banks from Chinnereth down to the Sea of Arabah, the Dead Sea, with the lower slopes of Pishgah on the east. At that time are charged you as follows. Although the Lord your God has given you this land to occupy, all your troops shall cross over armed as the vanguard of your Israelite kin. Only your wives, your children, and your livestock, I know that you have much livestock, shall stay behind in the towns that I have given to you. When the Lord gives rest to your kindred as to you, and they too have occupied the land that the Lord God has given them beyond the Jordan, then each of you may return to the property that I have given you. And I charged Joshua as well at that time, saying, Your own eyes have seen everything that the Lord your God has done to these two kings, so the Lord will do to all the kingdoms into which you are about to cross. Do not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Moses will not be permitted to cross the Jordan. It is here at the Jordan that his leadership of Israel will come to an end and pass on to Joshua. Yet, Moses does lead Israel as it takes possession of the land to the east of the Jordan River, the land that will become home for the tribes of Gad and Reuben. The Exodus journey had entered a new phase as soon as they moved to take possession of the land, as the Lord leads the people in battle and gives to each tribe a land of its own. And in these early excursions, Joshua learns a couple of things from Moses. First of all, the way in which the Lord will have him carry out his mission, following God's command, seeking God's counsel, and executing what is, it seems to be in effect, God's judgment on the people that they're displacing. And while each tribe will receive a piece of land as God's gift as their inheritance, it will also be expected that each tribe will join with every other tribe in helping secure the possession of that land. Another thing that Joshua is learning from Moses is that God's actions in their recent memory are meant to assure them of God's presence, leadership, and action in the future, meant to inspire them all to act courageously and to continue to follow God into God's promised land. If they had captured and reinforced fortified cities by the hand of God in the past, there is no reason to be afraid either of giant warriors or wall cities or fierce armies in the future. Remember, God says, remember and act in faith. And when we read and meditate on Scripture, it increases and lengthens and broadens our memory of what God has done and what God has promised to do. 
And when we pay attention to what God is doing in and among the stories of our own life, we also find God continues to be active and alive for us still today. God is not leading us into violent warfare against anyone anywhere anymore, neither us nor our nation. But God is breaking down barriers still, breaking down the walls of fortified cities of spiritual enemies that threaten us, like despair, cynicism, hatred, breaking them down with the power of God's own love for us, God's mercy with the power of the gospel of Christ. In the end, we will each look to receive a place of promise in God's kingdom and among God's people. And in the meantime, we're also gathered together to help and to support each other as we reach our goal, the goal of the fullness of God's salvation for all of us together in Jesus Christ. Do not fear whatever it is that comes upon us, God would say to us, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. And remember, it is Christ who has died for us and who has been raised for us, who has already secured the victory. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, especially for the people, the ministries, the leadership at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, 
for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else or for what else do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.